Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. My name is Tiffany, and I'm your host. For those of you who are returning to the podcast after giving us a listen last year, welcome back. I'm so excited that you're back with us. And I'd apologize for not keeping the podcast going, but I think 2020 really has some things to answer for here. But seriously, I am sorry that the episodes didn't happen in between bundles. I know many of you were looking forward to it, and so was I. But it is what it is, right? Self-love, compassion, that's what we're going to talk about today. So here's to giving it another try. For those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome, and I hope you enjoy it. I am a big fan of podcasts, and being able to connect with all of you in this manner is something that means a lot to me. If you want more than what we've got for this year, please absolutely feel free to go back and listen to some of our episodes from the 2019 bundle on topics that you enjoy. There are some amazing interviews there from last year's contributors, many of whom are returning for 2020, which is so exciting. I love it when my contributors come back for another year with the bundle. So today, I'm going to do more of a solo episode to kick things off, and I want to talk about some really important stuff as we begin to dive into our interviews this year for the 21 Days of Belly Dance Challenge on Instagram and the 2020 Belly Dance Bundle. But for those of you who are new to the bundle and maybe haven't seen it before and all the fun things that we have to offer during this time, I wanted to give you a quick rundown of of what exactly the bundle is before we jump into all of our talks and interviews and everything this year. So the Belly Dance Bundle is a collection of online dance content from dancers all over the world. We bring together classes, live, pre-recorded, lectures, we've had eBooks, I mean, anything, any kind of content that's online and easily accessible to people, we, we bring together, we put into this belly dance bundle, which is completely unique every single year. And we sell it for one week only each October. So this year, our dates are October 21st through the 28th. So go ahead and mark your calendars. You're not going to want to miss this because listen to the list I'm about to give you. This year's contributors include such dancers as Aziza, Sharzad, Ebony Qualls, Chudney, Amanda Rose, Rox Razi, The Belly Dance Business Academy, Sahira Orit, Sabria Tekbalek, Katayun, Aubrey Hill, Jana, Christine Yavin, Shruti, Shining, Melissa Gamal, Florence, Beverly, April Rose, Siana Ariel, Valerick and Kelly from Creative Hips down in Miami, Sarah Saida, Rania Renee, and so so many more. You can check out the full list at www.thebellydancebundle.com and just click on contributors there in the header and it'll take you down so you can see just all of the amazing, amazing dancers that we have as part of this year's bundle. And we're doing live classes, we've got recorded classes, and we have a whole lecture section this year um, that will be running for the next several months after the bundle is sold. And I cannot wait to get into some of the topics that we have ready for you. So if you're new to the bundle, if you're new to all of this, that's what we do here. We love to provide online resources and online classes for people to really get the most out of their time in their living rooms um, and really augment 
their practice with their local teachers, with their in-person teachers, if you are back in the studio, and and focus on building our practices in this way. So let's get into today's episode. Let's be honest, 2020 has been hard. And I think that's probably the kindest word that anybody could use for it. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I wasn't so fond of 2020 before the pandemic started. And afterwards, well, it's kind of just been a garbage fire. Um, (laughs) However, you know, there are some good, really, really good things, amazing things that have come out of this year, um, despite all of the the rough spots that we've had to go through. And that's rough spots is putting it mildly. Um, I think now people know what they want more than they ever have before. I think there is a massive increase in realization by privileged people about the privilege that they hold and how broken so many of our systems are. And that could have some really good outcomes um, for marginalized people, for the world, really. We we can really take this and, and grow with it if if we try. And as far as, as our dance goes, well, I mean, there has just been an explosion in online content. And it's something that I've been really longing to see from our industry for a really, really long time. So I don't really like how we got to this place, but honestly, I'm really glad that we're here. And I want to focus on the dance bit, right? This is a dance podcast, but um, I've been running the Belly Dance Bundle now for four years. This is going to be our fourth year running a bundle. And it's hard to believe we've had four of these amazing bundles of contributors and content over these past years. But, you know, it's it's been a journey and we we've been talking about practicing online for years. A lot of these teachers have been teaching online for years and years, but I know that it's always felt like we were shouting into the void, right? Like, it's okay to take classes online, line, 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 line. Like, literally shouting into the void. And despite the ways that all of these other movement industries have adopted the internet in the past decade, I feel that as a group, we were very, very behind. And now with the pandemic, we've been forced to catch up, right? We've jumped forward so fast that everyone's head is spinning. And I, I think we'll be, continue, we'll, we'll be continuing to spin, right, for, for quite some time as things settle down and, and we find this balance as the studios open back up and we find this balance between online and in person. But now that the online door has opened... And in this way, like within the zeitgeist of the belly dance community, I really don't think there's any going back. And it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. The I'm just so happy that there are so many dancers teaching online now. And I'm so happy that students across the globe were able to not only continue their dancing during quarantine and through these rough times, but everyone's also getting the opportunity to branch out and study with teachers regardless of where they or you or I might be located. It, it, the barriers of location are dropping at a, at a rate I've never seen in an industry happen so quickly and I absolutely adore it, right? So 
to help support students and teachers in this online space, uh, the Belly Dance Bundle has actually created a free guide this year called How to Get the Most Out of Online Classes. Um, you can download it completely free at www.thebellydancebundle.com slash free guide. And I've had an idea to do this guide for a long time, but it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't within the zeitgeist enough to be something that drew people into the bundle, which is what our guides are, are they're there to help everybody and to draw people into the bundle. And so it wasn't quite a good fit. Um, and now with, you know, everything changing this year and everybody having to, to switch into this, how do I study effectively at home? It was, it's the perfect time to create something like this. And I'm really, really glad that we were able to put it together. And, um, some of those wonderful people that I mentioned at the beginning, they all wrote in to me with their tips and tricks um, for getting the most out of online classes. So there's lots of quotes from our contributors and there's there's so many different ideas in there. It has great, um, great tips for what you can do before you take an online class, during your online class, and then after your online class to really get the most out of the time that you're spending in your living room or the tiny corner that you've cleared all the stuff out of um, to get dancing in. The other areas we cover in the guide are more of the the things surrounding your practice, things that don't necessarily happen before, during, or after, but are are kind of ubiquitous thoughts and mental mental things that happen around your practice. And some of that stuff can get even more intense when you're home dancing by yourself than they would be as um, an issue in the studio, right? Because at least when you go to a studio, you you're moving into a space like you're it's almost a ritual right to like walk into a space and get ready in that space like you know what's coming and to translate that to your house where you have other things and people and 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 tasks and errands pulling at you at the same time can be really difficult um so i want to focus on one thing which is the most powerful tool that we have in this dance and that is our brains. I really do think that our brains are one of the most powerful things that we can can take advantage of while we're practicing and, and, and growing in our dance. The way that we think about and perceive what we're doing at any given time is incredibly important to our dance and to our practice. If you've got gremlins running amok in there right while you're practicing like you're trying to focus on this move and and listen to your online class and do all this stuff but then the gremlins in your brain are like throwing furniture against the walls they're upending tables it's going to be really hard to concentrate and actually progress um, in your practice and in your dance in the way that you want to be doing so i say it all the time so if you're back to the podcast you're going to have heard me say this before but but listen you are enough you, you really are. You really are. Don't let those gremlins get you down. That's the mean part of your brain, right? The distracted part of your brain. It goes on autopilot a lot of the times. And, and we can train ourselves to hit the mute button. And it might only start for a minute or two minutes at first. But our powers continue to grow as we work on them. So we can get it to the point where we can, we can sit and focus in our dance practice and, and turn off any, I mean, hopefully we turn off the, the self-hate gremlins forever, but they always kind of find a way to sneak back in. So we just kind of have to keep working, right, on this on this hitting the mute button and, and growing our powers in this way. Because 
When we approach our dance from a place of self-hate and shame, that's when we get stuck. That's when we can't figure out the move. We can't, we feel like we've plateaued. We can't get past what we're doing. Um, and we feel just stuck and we blame ourselves, right? Like, oh, I should be better at this by now. Like how many times have I heard that from dancers? And it's just, that's not the case. And that doesn't help us move forward. And I think it actually mires us deeper and deeper into the muck. And who wants to be doing stuff, right, that they should quote unquote do? Like tell tell a toddler what they should be doing and see how that turns out for you. Because trust me, <laughs> I have experience here. It doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. So the way that we approach our dance, the way that we approach our practice and the things that we say to ourselves It's so important. It's so instrumental to getting us to actually follow through and to get us to break through these blocks that have been that have been placed in our way by the gremlins. Right. They're they're putting up the detour signs, the road construction signs. You just got to blast right through those guys. So how many times? Right. Think I want you to sit and like really think about this. How many times have you tried to bully yourself into dancing or figure something out or like, why won't my hip just do the thing I want it to do? Right. While you're trying to do it, we take the fun out of it. Right. We're trying to force ourselves to practice because we have to and we should do this and we need to do that. And like, let's change the script. Let's take a step back. Let's change the way that we talk about our practice, the way that we talk about ourselves and the way that we we get ourselves to do these things because there's a lot of power there's a lot of power in reframing a lot of this and and turning hitting the mute button on those gremlins so this podcast and our 21 days of belly dance challenge on instagram start today i'm so excited and the idea is to support you as you try to practice more as you try to build this dance habit um, provide this community and the guidelines to kind of get you started make it a little bit easier to get into and for the next 21 days as you listen here or follow along on the challenge or both i want to challenge you to do so because you want to because you want to dance more, you want to improve your dance, not because you think you're not good enough and you need to practice more, not because you should have a personal practice that's consistent or whatever other should or need or have to that pops into your brain when you think about why you want to do, like why you're doing the 21 days of belly dance challenge. I want you to think I'm doing the 21 days of belly dance challenge because I want to because I want to improve my dance, because I want to feel more confident in what I'm doing, right? I want you to want it and not should all over yourself to get here. I've been recording our podcast episodes with our contributors and this idea of of having self-compassion and approaching all of this from a positive place has come up so many times times. We're, we're going to keep reiterating this throughout all of the next episodes because all of those dancers that I mentioned up at the top of the podcast that are contributing to the bundle, they're also the same dancers who are giving these drills, these tasks, and these combos on the Instagram channel. So you'll be hearing from them about how they kind of work these ideas and, and these themes into their own practice. And this idea of being enough and of being compassionate with yourself has, has come up as part of that practice, as part of that, the way 
that they go about things so many times. And I, I really wanted to emphasize that with this beginning challenge because it's so, so, so important. So I have kicked off the Instagram challenge today with an exercise that's geared towards helping you start to think about your thinking. And I know it sounds ridiculous when you say it like that, right? Super meta. But as you start to become more and more aware of what you're thinking at any given time, you can start to notice when you're getting down on yourself and then you gain the power. You steal it back from the gremlins, the mean part of your brain, you know, like you, you take that power back from them because they can be so hard to shut down because how are you supposed to stop doing something that you don't even realize you're doing? Like you don't know what's happening to stop it in the first place. But once you start to gain an awareness of what's going on, of what's happening, then suddenly you're able to reframe what's happening and approach it in a way that instead of bringing you down and causing shame and getting getting into this bad place that makes you not want to practice, that just will kill motivation faster than anything else. It actually can show compassion for yourself and for your dance and you can you know, calm the monkey mind as the Buddhists call it, right? Like bring the focus back to the dance, bring the focus back to the music, bring the focus back to your body and do so in a way that makes you feel good about it and isn't, you know, forcing yourself to do something. Just having this awareness, this general observation of how you're thinking and how you're going about things can absolutely change your dance practice. So instead of beating yourself up because your mayas aren't as big as you want them to be, you can approach it with compassion. So instead of thinking, oh, why, you know, why can't I get that extension? Why don't my hips look like insert dancer of choice? You can take a step back, be, oh, wow, I just thought something really negative about my dance while I was dancing. Let's reframe this. And then instead, you can be like, wow, isn't it amazing that my hips can move this way that I've learned or am starting to learn the isolations needed to make something like this happen? How many people in the, in the world can even do this? Because it's, it's not that many. This is impressive and amazing just the way it is. It doesn't need to be any different. Now, you know, knowing that and loving that, I would like them to be more apparent. Does that mean that I need to work on stretching the range of my mayas? Maybe I need to add more emotion or more breath to this move. Maybe I need to bring attention to it in a different way. You know, maybe I just need to change my costuming to extend the movement, right? We can start to we can start to take this thing, this idea, this thought that we had that could have turned into a shame spiral, that could have just really gotten us down in our dance practice, really gotten us down and not made us want to keep going. And instead, we can we can reframe it. We can change it once we notice it's happening, right? Change it and turn it into um, a place of experimentation and play, right? It's fun to improve our dance and work on things if we're not beating ourselves up while we're doing it. So I encourage you to head over to the Belly Dance Bundle on Instagram. It's at the Belly Dance Bundle. And if you haven't already jumped into the challenge and, and seen what we're doing over there with the 21 Days of Belly Dance, check it out. Read some about it. Look at the drill that I've posted today and see if you can do this challenge with this outlook, right? See if you can approach it with 
with an open and abundant mindset for for noticing what's going on and being happy and getting into the dance versus feeling like you should right because with this outlook we can have fun while we're improving our dance and that way we can bring some joy to 2020 because like I said 2020 needs some joy so if this resonates with you you know, if you go through the 21 days, this is really feeling good. You're really enjoying it. You can continue with me after the challenge through the belly dance bundle itself. Um, our goal every year is to provide a well-rounded practice through the online classes that we bring together. So you, you know, you can really take the themes that we work on over the next 21 days and then grow them even farther with the bundle if that's something you're into. Um, and it allows you to experiment Right? It allows you the time, the space to experiment with different class types and teachers that fit the way that you learn best. Because at the end of the day, your practice, it's about you. Like you might have to focus on others in like all of these other aspects of your life or even other parts of your dance journey if you're a teacher or a performer. But when you get on the dance floor to practice, that's all about you, your joy, your expression in the purest sense. No one's there to judge you unless you're judging yourself, right? Especially now. We're not all practicing. The only time we're practicing isn't in a studio with other people. We're practicing way more at home by ourselves than we ever have. So if no one else is there, who's judging you? It's just you. So let's, let's try to, you know, let's try to hit the mute button on judgment and, and make it a fun place, make it a safe space for ourselves. So I cannot wait to dance with you this year over on Instagram. I absolutely cannot wait to start releasing these amazing interviews with our wonderful contributors. There have been some absolute gems through these, even with our shorter episodes this year. There is just so much that you can take away um, from the challenges, from the podcast, and work it into your personal practice. And I'm so, so, so excited to begin sharing these with you. And since we're doing, like I mentioned, our episodes are a little shorter this year. Since we're doing something a little bit different with the bundle, we have brought on a lot of new contributors this year. So to make sure that we can cover so many topics and so many amazing bits of advice, we've shortened the episode length, but like, trust me, you're going to want to listen to them. Um, What we're doing this year is we're splitting things up. So when you buy the bundle this year, if you decide to, you can get either the dance portion of the bundle. And then we also have a lecture portion of the bundle, which has some amazing lectures scheduled. I can't, again, I cannot wait to start sharing these. Um, And then you'll be able to buy the belly dance bundle, which will have both the dance and the lecture portions included. So listen to people you've never heard of before, do their challenges on Instagram, explore themes both new and familiar to you, and come and play. Come play with us. Let's have fun. It's going to be an amazing time, and that fun, you deserve it. And things are always, always, always better with friends. So share the challenge with someone you miss, someone you haven't seen in a while. A lot of us are missing our friends and haven't been able to dance with people that we used to dance with all the time. So reach out, find someone who who you've been missing, invite them to the challenge, invite them to the podcast so you can have a study buddy, as it were, right? Let's dance together. So I'll see you on Instagram at The Belly Dance Bundle, and I'll be back here in your headphones tomorrow. Remember, you are enough 
and you're freaking awesome. <laughs>